on in and welcome to another episode of It's a Game Changer. I hope you're having a great day and we're just really excited to venture forth into yet another part of our series on Aroma Freedom Technique with Heather Harbaugh. And Heather, are you there? Hi, Ro. I'm here. Hi. Good to Good to hear your voice, my friend. I'm so excited that today we're really going to embark into some of the, oh, I guess you'd say a little bit more of the intricacies, Um, really talking about the benefits of AFT and some things like that. But um, how long have you been doing AFT now, Heather? I've been doing AFT for a little over a year now. And that it's really, AFT in itself is really only a little bit over a year old, so Almost as long as it's been around. (laughs) Yeah, this is a really new and fresh modality. I've I've been hearing a lot of people tell me um, that just the life change that it's made, tremendous life change. And I know you and I, we've both seen with our very own eyes the differences in people of all ages, all backgrounds, and it continues to just impress me as the modality grows in popularity, how effective this use of essential oils is. Would you would you speak to that a little bit, Heather? Yeah, it, I think what's happening is people are starting to realize this isn't just a fly-by-night modality. Like, there's yeah. lasting change. So, the, you know, the changes I experienced a year ago I, stuck. Like, they didn't, you know, happen and then go away. Right, and that's what people are finding that um, it it shifts so quickly, and then you wonder, well, I mean, I've had some clients who go, well, you know, um, if this sticks, and what's so exciting is when I talk to them later, like, oh my goodness, like it's, I still am different, I still feel different. Right, and I would say that that's why it's growing so rapidly because it really is a tremendous tool to help people. Yeah, I personally have noticed that um, from the practitioner side, as well as from the recipient side, which I've been both, I've been blessed to be both. And I know that people are people are like unsure of, um, you know, like what it is until you really get into it. And and part of the reason um, we wanted to really have this series um, on my little radio station on Anchor here, and then over onto the podcast is just so that we can kind of demystify it. So I guess maybe it would be good for us to just give some basic examples of how you've used it or we've used it with, um, you know, what, well, for example, what is the oldest person you've ever used it with? Um, the oldest person was uh, 70. Well, that I know of, like she was a private client. So there's been groups, so there could be older people, but a one-on-one client, she was 78. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and what was her, I mean, obviously protecting confidences and everything, but um, how, what was her um, overall feeling about it? And what did she go in hoping to attain? Well, she was uh, um, struggling with some health challenges and her daughter was, and she was struggling because um, my client really needed to rest and she wasn't very good at resting. She'd been mm-hmm. really good at doing a lot her whole life. Um, 
super energetic, but then, you know, to where it wasn't healthy for her. And so her intention was I, um, something along the lines of I rest and allow others to care for me. <clears throat> and mm-hmm. now, the, I mean, this, this story is a little bit sad because she did pass away uh, about a month ago. But as I was talking to her daughter, she said that intention really helped her to, to have her, the, her last month resting and really enjoying the people that she was with. So it was really a, um, a unique kind of situation and a unique gift that I was able to give her. And then just to hear that it did help her in her in her final months with her family. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that'd be an example I really hadn't thought of doing myself. But I know um, the average person that I'm working with right now is probably somewhere between 27 to 45. So that's my average, you know, working, college. Um, the millennials, I've seen a real impact with the millennials. They, uh, they're, you know, they're not easily, uh, what's the word? Hoodwinked is the word that comes to my mind. It's not a typical word, but they're, they're, they, they can see what's going on and they notice uh, they're very much into authenticity. So they, they they recognize right away, and I hate to lump people into groups, but this is the age group that John and I really, my husband and I really work with and live with and roll with. So um, when I first started talking about it, there was a great uh, kind of a, oh, it's another thing on the block. Like you were saying, it's, I mean, it was unknown. And now there's more and more interest, and I think, I think we're going to see that growing. But a lot of the time, too, it's just a trust issue. Don't you think when you when you are when you are asking someone to sit down and and share now now a lot of people don't realize that you're not going to really share your stuff. Do you want to talk to that a little bit? Right. So there's very little personal information we have to know when in a session. Now there are people mm-hmm. who like to share what's going on. Um, so I'll just give you a quick example. I, I worked with a husband and wife separately. So I worked with the husband. He liked to talk. He liked to share what was going on, what, you know, mm-hmm. what was, as the process was going on, he liked to share about each step. The wife was completely different. I would lead her through the steps. She would like, I have like the things we need to know about, like what, what's the emotion you're feeling, where you're feeling it in your body, those things we, she shared right. but in the, the more personal parts of it, where you maybe have her memory or some other thought. Um, and when we got to those steps, she go, okay, got it. And we move on. And, 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 but her session was as impactful as her husband. So the amount of information that they're sharing is, you know, doesn't impact the session. Right. And I think for a lot of people with counseling, they've grown to learn, uh, or with, when you go to a situation where it's a counseling situation, um, there's a catharsis or, or a part of their healing process. They think isn't actually reliving their trauma or 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 saying all the details maybe it's it's just become what is most known maybe maybe even kind of in a funny way through Seinfeld and some of those um cult classics that we watched back in the day but um you know I it's just not necessary with this modality so you can maintain your um you know your the privacy that you would like to maintain and you were saying um, sometimes in this or in this process we ask for a, 
Um, do you get a picture, a little a series of pictures? And, and again, that one woman said, what did she say? I got it. Whereas the husband maybe went into detail like, you know, I would. Right, Heather? Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. So, I mean, it just, it just makes us us. But um, I think it's because this is my, I guess this is one of my thesis statements about it, that because we're not going into that verbal reliving of whatever the situation was, now you go through it a little bit more swiftly for sure, but I think also um, you're able to move through and have an amazing outcome in, in, a, in a quick fashion because of it. Now, maybe that's not the clearest way to put it. How would you word that? I think that's a good way to put it. And, it, and sometimes it's different for every person, but I think maybe what, when we start talking about something, we move it into our analytical brain a lot of times. And that's not where the memory is stored. That's stored in our emotional brain, right? Mm-hmm. And so when we limit the amount that we're talking about it, at least in the moment of the, um, in that point in the session, the oils do their thing and um, mm-hmm. just help the brain relax and, and let go and become and come into present time. So, I mean, that's a little bit more detail than about the process, but it's just such a beautiful Thing to watch people's faces shift in that moment when that troubling image or memory just fades away or shifts into a different thing. Right. Right. I know myself, um, I've had a couple sessions with people that I, we thought we were going to have a meeting and um, they would come in and they're like, could I do one of those sessions today instead? And um, these are, you know, people that I work with and they, you know, I've offered, you know, all of my people one session. Very few people have actually come in to get them yet because we're busy working. But um, this one situation that comes to mind, I don't recall what the situation was, but we went into the fir- her first AFT session. And at the end, you were talking about body language. Oh, my goodness. I To see... This woman who couldn't talk business, who couldn't, we couldn't carry on with our plan because of whatever it was that had had burdened her down, was literally almost jumping, and her face looked like the sun was shining on it. Um, It was remarkable, and that has stayed. I just saw her the other day, and she said, I am still using that, that sentence, that affirmation, I'm still using that when I get into that place where I feel like, you know, I, I need a I need to refocus. So I love that, that that staying power that it has and maybe even moving over into helping in another area where you just need yeah. some attention. So love that. Yeah. I, there's nothing like experiencing AFT, though. Um, that's something that I really, really recommend and will be in, in probably the next session We'll be talking about that and, and, and how we'll go about that because I do want to make that possible for people around here in the area that I live in. And that's one thing you and I have been discussing, but I, I'm getting together some materials um, for something else. And looking back on my own personal history, Heather, and I remembered, I was trying to remember why, how did I start with essential oils? You know, it's an important story whatever person's story is and 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 i've got i've got a couple different parts but the second part was my son 
and my son had um, always had a happy heart and was a very easygoing little boy. I'm thinking he might have been seven. But one day I looked at him, and he just wasn't the same kid anymore. And I was like, whoa, his shoulders didn't line up right. His smile was not the same. He wasn't eating right. He wasn't sleeping well. So we were talking to him and, and trying to figure out what happened, and we uncovered a bullying situation that had gotten very serious to the point where where I look back on it now, I see it as a point where, um, you know, you know, I have a strong faith in God, but I have a feeling that that was where the enemy was trying to derail him from his, his future because he's, he's, a, he's a very successful um, worship leader now, and, and God's, you know, he's a full-grown man with a family. But you look back on this, and I had just discovered essential oils. And so I, once we figured this out, we, we decided, I decided, and John really agreed, that we should take him to this, this person who, looking back on it, seriously, they were doing a lot of what AFT is. They were using the oils. There was, um, there was an element of asking small questions. But, you know, I remember prayer and I think a, a little chiropractic adjustment. But the exciting thing was, one hour later, I got my little boy back. I got my little boy back. And we didn't have any relapse of any kind. Just with the applying of oils and and as my as I remember, just some prayer and and talking through and that sort of thing. So I know I know some situations because I've witnessed the stories, um, but can you give us an example of using these oils with children, maybe, or using how was what's the youngest you've ever used the oils with? I think the youngest so far has been around seven or eight. Um, I can't remember. I think she's around seven or eight, and we use it. You know, uh, the process is slightly adjusted for kids because you know adults and kids are different, but similar in the um, the process is the same, but just, you know, shorten it for kids or attention span. Also, they don't have that much life <laughs> that they've lived. Uh, but yeah. it's beautiful to see their little faces light up with um, just joy. There was this mm-hmm. one girl I worked with. Her, her mom brought her over. And so first I worked with her mom while the, while the young girl was sitting there. I don't always do it that way, but that's just how it worked out that time. And then I worked on the the little girl, and she was having a lot of um, challenging emotions about um, different things that were happening in her life, in her young life. And her mom said that after that session, she didn't have any more of those challenging emotions. They just, it shifted for her. And which is, I think that brings up another important point that I would like to say this juncture in that I, I, I now have a policy pretty much all the time that I work with the moms first because the moms and the, and the kids are so connected emotionally mm. and our children are picking up on our emotions. And so if we are, if, if I do, if I work on a child about an emotion and they go back with their, into their home life and their mom hasn't changed any and hasn't taken care of that emotion that actually the child's picking up on a lot of times, then it's not like that. I don't feel like that's a, a benefit to anyone. And so what's really beautiful is when the mom gets the, gets the, goes through the process and gets the healing, 
and then I take the child through the process that that the child's just complete transformation. I, I worked mm. with a young boy recently, and he's and he, his dad was relaying after he had you know debriefed with his dad. His dad said he goes, "Dad, I'm, I feel like a totally different person now." This is a nine-year-old little boy, right? Wow, I'm a totally different person. He was burdened before by some angry feelings, and those just shifted for him into a place of joy and happiness. We can't beat mm. that. I mean, I wish no. I had that when my kids were that age, but. That, no, that and ability I think to help them that way. It's just beautiful. That's just a really good point, too, that I don't think anybody can put a price tag on watching a child return to who we know them to be. Uh, I mean, in this day and age, too, of just copious drug answers, to mm-hmm. find, as a mom... To find an answer <clears throat> that does not involve anything that would manipulate their their um, their you know hurt their liver in any way or their mind in any way, and instead fully enhance and even oxygenate you know and, and bless the body. Right. Such a good thing and such a and again just moms everywhere, dads everywhere. We're all looking for. The green options, you know, the the um, the sanest, easiest options. And the nice thing about this too, and I know we've talked about this in um, in our other two sessions that we had here, um, segments that we've done. But one can learn this and use this. Yes, you can, exactly. Whether you you know whether you read the book, uh, which is always a good idea by Dr. Perkis. Um, the, the one who created this plan, or mm-hmm. and or take the classes, um, certifying, becoming certified as a practitioner, whatever your purposes are, it doesn't really matter. I'm really excited about some of the applications that we're dreaming up here. Now, you know, um, we have a friend, Shauna, who excites me that she goes in and works in a law office and yes. sits there yes. with sits there um, with some of the partners and uh, I I, I want to talk to her too and just how exciting is that or or Keith who's gone out and worked with some therapists and, and has got good good relationships now with with people in the psychotherapy field and really good good plans here but on an everyday basis just being able to keep short accounts it's like maybe in a way, it could be almost like the chiropractic of psychoanalysm, or however you put it, because it, what do they say? Um, small corrections. Like you go into the chiropractor, he makes a little correction. You know, it isn't like you have to go in and have leg surgery. You just, you just get things moved about a bit. And um, the simple, that might not be the best example, but the simplest answers uh, are sometimes the best. So, well, Heather, what can I say? It's been another really interesting session. You and I, we aim to keep these kind of short, but I, I, I really love our time together, and, and it, I think it's very enlightening to help people. Did you have anything you wanted to say to wrap this little session session three up? Well, I think you um, alluded to earlier that we could tell people all day long what it's like, but, uh, you know, staying tuned for when you when we share about how can they experience their own session, that's really going to be the key for, for most mm-hmm. people. But 
You know, I think it's just beneficial for anybody, no matter who they are, what they're going through. They could, you know, any old, any old thing, you know, we can, we can help people shift. And that's just so, it's what I love about this technique though. Yeah, me too. I'm so, so grateful for it. So, so grateful. I, um, so grateful to God. <laughs> you know how I feel about that. Well, hey, everyone, yeah. I just want to say thank you for listening today. And we're, we're, we're just going to continue with this series in the next week or so. There'll be uh, at least another uh, session coming out. And then we'll have some exciting news, I think, in the next um, series as well that we want to talk to people about. But for today, I just want to say thank you again, Heather, for joining me. And I look thank forward you for to having yeah, our next little chat. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking um, that everybody listening is probably like, I want to know when the next one is. We'll let you know real soon. But for now, thank you for joining us for this session of It's a Game Changer. And you all have a great day. But first, I just want to remind you, please just take a minute today, will you, to see how you can help change the game in somebody's life, maybe even in your own life. Share just Share a moment with an elderly person. Go out of your way to take a muffin or something that might be extra in your house next door to just say, I was thinking of you to someone that you hadn't seen in a while or, or call to a family member. Maybe you haven't talked to that niece in a while. Reach out and uh, just remember that it doesn't take very much. Even the simple things in life can make a tremendous difference. And I'll look forward to talking to you again at the, on the next episode of It's a Game Changer. Bye now.